Hi, Sam. Hi, Lauren. Are you ready to talk about Dracula? I am, because after all, we are the Watchers of Movies. Anyway, any hoot, any hoot. I got Animal Crossing for my birthday. Did so, you? <laughs> on your Switch, yes, nice. Mike, Mike got it for me. Are you excited? I have am you ever excited. played it before? No, I've never played it before either, it's and I heard it's really so fun. fun. It's so calming. It's like the most soothing game I've ever played. Is it? <laughs> like I just walk around and I pick up weeds and sticks <laughs> and shake trees and get peaches, and it's. Anyway, it does sound pretty funny. Any hoot came from that. Oh. And they have such cute little voices. Like, every time I come in to the island, Tom Nook, who is, he's there on the island with me, he's like, <laughs> he goes, ah, oh, Samantha, hello, hello. <laughs> <laughs> so I always, I just look forward to his greeting every day. <laughs> That's so cute. <laughs> yeah, I've heard a lot of stuff about that. And I remember that during quarantine, there was like a bunch of people that were playing that game like together it was a big whoop yeah and i remember being like oh i want that i was a little jealous <laughs> you know, i know i couldn't afford to switch <sighs> it's too expensive it's pretty fun but i um i have sims so that kind of takes up my time yeah you know? i feel like it's probably, sims are pretty, probably fairly as similar soothing. yeah yeah as calming and like fun right because I, I sometimes well <laughs> this one this one like I made these two, and they were going to be best friends forever. But then they started fighting all the time. Oh and it my turns gosh. out that there was like a huge glitch oh. uh, when they had updated Sims, where all these people were just like autonom- autonomously fighting. The Sims were f- autonomously fighting with each other and weird. arguing. And so now they like hate each other. So I was like, whatever, I'm moving out with my cat. <laughs> like, that so- feels like like skynet or something like it a was, glitch can make them turn on each other it was really frustrating because i was like you two are supposed to love each other you are <laughs> sisters and i was like getting all like upset and shit and like and they're just like i fucking hate you and they're like i fucking hate you too and i'm like ladies language now you can't actually hear this and this is just me making yeah, up their language it's like <laughs> Scooby Dabby, Doob Dabby, Doob Dabby, Karabi, 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 Soccer ball, sailboat, <laughs> prison, prison, Albuquerque. <laughs> you know, like National Treasure. Do you remember that? Um, yes. There's like a, it's like in the beginning, and there's a scene where they find something, and I rem- Nick Cage's character says like a riddle, and the guy goes prison and oh yeah justin he's like, character is i like, can say random words too yeah <laughs> he's like or like justin barth is like sandal albuquerque see i can do it too mm-hmm. <laughs> like, or something like that. i think i've talked about this on the on the podcast before a couple times but I, that movie that movie is kind of uh, a guilty pleasure movie for me i love that movie i think it's mm-hmm. good it's i think so it's fun, fun. i it's think it's just like it's ridiculous yeah. in all the best ways it and, is. and it's and it's fun and uh yeah so i finished a friend of the family oh it was good um it was just as upsetting as you imagine it would be yeah (laughs) and i read an interview with mckenna grace she plays the older version of jan who's the main character and um she was saying that she got like really like felt physically ill when she was 
working with Jake Lacey and the things that like his character was saying to her character and she's like I had to remember that this character is in love with this older guy and as I was watching and I had read that before I had finished it so then I was like okay what are the things that he's saying to her and I'm like well obviously he's a pedophile so like if it's gonna be creepy but as i'm watching it i was like oh 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 no no mm -mm." like it was was just saying like sexual things to her no not quite it was just kind of like um so like the whole thing is that when he was when she was younger she was like 11 or something he had abducted her 11 or 12 he had abducted her and he had put her in an RV and had convinced her that there are these two aliens, that she was like actually a princess from an alien planet. This is a totally true story. Really? Totally true story. She, and he said that, and you have to remember this took place in the 70s, so it was completely different time. They didn't have access to all the stuff that we do now that made... People were pretty stupid. <laughs> I'm, no, I'm making a that's off-color right. joke. Well, and but, she's like 12, yeah. Well, she didn't have access to, like, internet and stuff, is what she's you're saying. She's also, like, 12 years old, yeah. so she's very young. Yeah. So, and she trusted him. She loved him. He was, like, one of, you know, he's a friend of the family, mm-hmm. so... Like, almost like an adopted uncle. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, like, she would spend time with him and everything, with his kids, so, like, there was a lot of, there was a lot of love and trust that went Oh, we had a family? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, he he had, like, he, well, so I'll, I'll get into that a little bit. So, um, he convinced her that she was a princess from another planet, and he had, like, recordings that he had done of himself speaking, like, as these aliens. And so, oh, in her experience, or, or what they were saying to her is that they're like, you're the female companion, and you have to have a baby with the male companion, who happens to be B, which is the guy, Bob, Bob Birch told, they call him B, um, and that will like save your planet. And if you don't, then we're gonna get your sisters involved, and we're gonna get like either one of your sisters will go blind, and the other one she will end up being the female companion instead of you. Oh my gosh! Right. So this like takes place till she's like about fifteen. Does she go to school and stuff, or she's yeah, yeah. abducted the whole time. Well, no. So she's abducted, and then she's brought back, but they like he's like i will only bring her back if you sign a marriage certificate what yeah so i don't think they didn't do it the second time and he did it again the the or they he didn't kidnapped do it the first her time. multiple times so like sorry okay. i won't let you finish it's okay so i don't know the story at all so right so um he like okay so he brings her back or the the fbi find her or something like that um remember i had seen it's been a long time since I've seen Abducted in Plain Sight, which is what it's based on. And it, I had to like stagger the watchings because the rest weren't available until yesterday, actually. Oh, sure. So I finished it yesterday because I was like, shit, that last one, I'm going to binge it and watch it all. So I watched like four episodes yesterday. And um, so they, they come back and the, and the cop is like talking to the parents and he goes, do not have any contact with this guy. This guy is bad news. He is a pedophile. And they didn't even have a term for pedophile then. So it was like, this man has strange sexual urges oh. and he's feeling them towards your daughter. And so the parents are complete idiots and they're like, yeah, no, we, we totally won't. We totally won't. So then naturally the mom starts having an affair with the guy that abducted her daughter. Oh, did you tell me about this story I, before? I, I probably this have. This is that story? Yeah, this is that story. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, so she starts having an affair with him, and previously... Maybe they were aliens from a different planet. <laughs> Sounds well, very no, convincing. Because she had human parents, she was the princess, mm. so she was just, like, abduct, uh, abducted. 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 
that's the term for when aliens get abducted it's like adoption abduction abducted makes sense adopted so like she thinks she's adopted adopted (laughs) no salvaging it's done um by her human parents basically okay sure 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 hey we've all felt that way as teenagers right Wow, she's rude. I know. I was trying to figure that out yesterday, and it was like, you have to restart it, reset it to factory, whatever. And I was like, I'm trying. Why aren't you working? Anyway, so, um, so yeah, the mom has, like, an affair with him. And, like, you find out later that the wife of him, his, her, her name is Gail, that they actually met around the same time, like, the same age that Jan was. So... Like oh, 12. she met him when she was twelve. Like she was like fourteen, he or so. Have she was the same age. Uh, no, I think he's older. What is he like? A grandpa? I thought no. he was in his like. He looked like he's like thirty. He's like in his thirties. Yeah, but, but she isn't the mom in like her. 30s? No, she's like in her twenties. She's in her twenties, and she has a twelve-year-old daughter. So she she's, had a daughter when she was like. So like the wife of the wife of the of the guy B right is named Gail. So like okay, so like. Jan's family's Marianne. So, oh, and Bob. I misunderstood. I thought you meant the one who had an affair with him. No, no, no. no. Okay. Oh, so Marianne and Bob. Got yeah, it. that's okay. that's played by Anna Paquin and Colin Hanks. Okay. And that's the, the those are the parents of Jan. And then there's B, who's actually his name is also Bob, but they call him B for non confusion sure. reasons. Um, yeah, non confusion. <laughs> I can. It's working. Right. And so B and Gail are married, and then they have kids. And B parade upon her when she was yes. quite young yeah and see. she says that she says okay. that to the family like later on and she's like who's played who does she play who's played by her leo tipton oh okay. yeah yeah all right so um she's like in the show or in the the documentary they really painted her as like a piece of shit and she's kind of a piece of shit in this too but when you find out that she was like groomed groomed you're kind of like oh her behavior makes a lot more sense that maybe she feels like she's really protective over him because it's like the only thing she's known like a stockholm syndrome exactly so anyway so the girl so jan is like 14 now and this is when mckenna grace plays her and she leaves to go like live with him in jackson hole wyoming because he's working there she wants to work there and so she's like in love with him she thinks she's in love with him and the parents are trying to get the FBI involved, but now the FBI is like, well, she's technically a runaway, so there's not really anything we can do, which I think is bullshit, because, again, she's, like, Yeah, she's 14. still a minor. <laughs> so, yeah. She's not even 16. Right, like, let's let's remind ourselves how, like, a child's brain works when they're 14. Yeah. You know, like, uh, yeah. they're not going to make good decisions because they're a child. So, anyway, but the policeman gets involved again. And he's incredibly patient. I would have been screaming at these people. I would have been like, you motherfuckers, I told you what to fucking do, and you fucking didn't listen to me, you fucking assholes, and now your daughter's abducted again, they and it's your fault. Samuel L. Jackson play that role. <laughs> right? Um, like, what did you think was going to happen? <laughs> like, and, and like Anna Paquin's character, Marianne, was like, I just can't help but feel like it's my fault. And I'm like, that's because it is, Marianne. It, it is. Like, mm-hmm. indirectly, it's kind of your fault. Because she had sex with him as well. Yeah, like, she was right? having an affair with And they didn't think the thing is they didn't initially think that he had like assaulted jan when he had first abducted her but then you find out later that he had she was like 12 yes but he was doing it in a way that was like not like when they they get like a rape kit it didn't show up oh sure i see yeah so it's like yeah 
that's you, bad you that's can, gross you can you know whatever information you got from that you can you know <laughs> like yeah i'm not gonna spell it out but anyway yeah, yeah that's gross so she comes back home and he's he goes to prison essentially and and like there was actual footage of the woman talking to him in court that they showed at the end of the Jan? show yeah and she's just like mr birch told like what did you like, and he's just he's such a psychopath like the entire time every single lie that he's telling her and every lie that he's telling like her family like he is so so charming and he's super charismatic and jake lacy's a good looking dude too like he's not you he know, also has he's like handsome a, he's like he looks like a really like nice friendly guy yes yeah. exactly so you kind of like and i think that was the thing with b was that he was a nice friendly charming charismatic sure. guy yeah and a lot of a lot of uh psychopaths are like that you know because mm-hmm. they're doing they're saying what they want to say to get what they want and it worked mm-hmm. you know so she like he would tell her like don't ever let a man another man touch you you can't even touch your earthly father because if you do you'll be immediately eliminated like you'll be destroyed by these aliens Jeez. so she ends up getting asked to prom or like homecoming or whatever by this guy and she's like and he's you know like holding her hand like taking her whatever and she's like i'm not exploding what's happening yeah and so she's kind of like and she's going as you're watching her at the stance she's like very dazed and out of it and like what is happening to me right now and like really i'm getting goosebumps talking about it but um and she comes home later in this like crashing realization that he's been lying to her this whole time and she's like screaming and crying and like throwing shit in her room and it's so so upsetting because you're like this this poor girl has been stressed out thinking that the world is going to be destroyed if she doesn't give birth to a baby oh my gosh and like it was very good it was really good hmm. i'd recommend it yeah yeah it's I on peacock i'm i am cautiously curious because it sounds like a, a generally like unpleasant storyline but it also sounds like say, it's interesting and it's great cast yeah i i do have to say i thought that the way that they did the sexual relationship between the two was really well done because you never ever see anything oh, okay and like yeah there's certain things that will make you uncomfortable like at one point he's like holds her hand and he's like i'm so glad you're here you're the only person i want to be around blah blah and she's like huh, okay and you also have to remember she's like in love with this guy she doesn't sure, know yeah. you know mm-hmm. but you're like oh my god please get away from him you know and um and there's like a mention like she says something like well something that we did last night and so you're like okay it's obviously implied that they're uh, having sex with each other but yeah. i thought it was very very well done and very subtle because that's, that's i was not ready tasteful i was yeah. yeah i was not ready to watch some sort well, of nobody wants to watch that yeah scene. like i was like nope yeah so yeah i'd recommend it i think it was it was it's well done it's well casted it's it's pretty good it's yeah. pretty damn good i would watch the um documentary first though okay yeah yeah and you'll be really mad really angry <laughs> it'll make you really pissed off because it's it's very it's just like how how are these people so stupid and at this and what you want to kind of be like hey it's the 70s but at the same time you're like no that's just being a dumbass yeah <laughs> you know what time, I mean? 
like <laughs> like a cop says hey don't go near this guy that abducted your kid maybe listen to the cop yeah it's pretty good advice i'd say yeah or if you even need a cop to tell you not to go near somebody that abducted your child then yeah it's lost it's st- you're not gonna make it <laughs> i know and like in the documentary i remember the mom she just had this look in her face like being with B was one of the best things I've ever done. It was the greatest, most passionate she affair. She said that even after like, he raped her child. Well, she doesn't know that he raped her in the documentary. Yeah. She didn't. I don't think so. Did she? Didn't she wonder why they were filming a documentary? I mean, she knew in the documentary, but she didn't know. Like at the time when she was having an affair with him, she did not know that he had assaulted her daughter. I know, but she's saying still, like knowing what she knows now. Oh yeah, yeah. She's still like, I don't care that. Yep. The stupendous nature of the sexual relations supersedes anything that he did to my child. Exactly. That's messed up. Yeah, she's almost trying to justify their relationship and it's like i'm like marianne you're a piece of trash that's that's (laughs) the long and short of it is that what you did was incredibly shitty and it led your daughter to being more traumatized than she already was you know that's pretty messed up i think it's 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 just so weird and i mean again i know it's the 70s so it's a different time but i just could not help but think like why are all these people just okay with letting this grown-ass man hang around their 12 year old kid well the 70s alone you could say the 70s were a different time about some things but i don't think that that the 70s being a different time works for a situation like this because my parents were adults in the 70s and they would not have allowed this to happen yeah you know what I, I mean to me it's it's like very my, they were they would not have allowed this to happen and they were fully cognizant people in the 70s and so i i don't think that it's even remotely a thing to be like no it was a different time it wasn't that different yeah also well, I, think- I think that there's a certain logic behind it too like why is a grown-ass man wanting to hang out with your underage daughter yeah yeah you know it's messed up it is it is and uh i i think uh yeah probably have to be quite a while in the past for people to not think that was weird right right Mm -hmm. right yeah i've been listening to um the podcast noble blood uh hosted by dana schwartz oh yeah i listened to a few episodes yeah she's got a great Mm -hmm. voice i love her voice and she was talking about um henry the eighth's wives and so i was listening to like all six episodes yeah, of that i listened to a few of those ones yeah, yeah. and the last one anna cleaves i was like damn anna cleaves kind of got off pretty easy like she, she got did. like a swank palace yeah. and like i was like she she she's not the worst position to be in yeah. you could be in boleyn just saying like or Catherine you know? howard right yeah that's the one who was really young yeah who died, yeah. Right? yeah but there was but i'm i'm like i was putting my 21st century mind into that and i was thinking like it's different it's a 1500s to marry when you like immediately get your period and have children is totally normal and so i was just thinking like yeah you don't have an excuse if it's only been 50 years versus like you know 500 plus you know and yeah. so i don't know but no Anne of cleves though i was like all right all right okay <laughs> i was like that's not the worst you know yeah and she could probably have affairs because i don't think he gave a shit well 
he, he was, probably did. He was in like terrible health. Near, oh yeah, like, I the think last he had, part I, of his life. I would bet that he probably struggled with diabetes. It sounded and gout, like it because he say. would get like sores on his legs, and yeah, he was very large, and he needed a lot of assistance. And yeah, 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 and he was like not able to get it up, and he was like, "It's your fault," and I'm like, "It's because you're fat, dude." <laughs> like, and that's a very like <laughs> famous thing throughout history of like like Marie Antoinette was blamed a lot for oh, yeah. not being able to get pregnant when it was Louis and the he 16th was like he was just like who, not interested in sex well, right he, well he had like some sort of malfunction when they did the circumcision oh. so he had to have another procedure done and then after he had that other procedure done he. Uh, they finally had an heir. But right. also, yeah, I, I think he just wasn't like... He just probably wasn't... Which I think is, you know, when you force two kids to get married, <laughs> you know, it's not going to be like all sunshine no. and roses. But, um, well, and also they're so she young. Was blamed for, like, she was blamed for the situation that had nothing to do with her. Right, right. You know, so... Yeah, and then, and, you know, and then we find out, you know, years and years later that genetics work via the man. You oh, know, it's like, like the a- man males. Who, yeah, like man. Female, female like choose heir. like the yeah. you know the gender of the baby so so you know yeah king henry the eighth is like no one will give me a son except for like the one yeah. kid but then died at like age 12 he or whatever like hemophilia or something, or something like that yeah and and um yeah. and it's just like well, <laughs> like you know henry it's maybe your fault yeah, <laughs> yeah but he he was the king man you know <laughs> king wants what the king gets i guess <laughs> Anyway, so um, I think there was, I feel like there was something There else was something I wanted, I wanted to, so Mike and I, Mike has liked this show for a while, and, I, and he showed me an episode of it a few years ago, but we watched a few more episodes, it's called, it's called Faulty Towers, have you ever seen it? I've heard of it, yeah. With John Cleese, and it was, it was on the it's BBC like the in the 70s, and yeah. they, him and his wife, John Cleese and his wife run like a little, it's kind of like a bed and breakfast type hotel. And it's pretty funny. Uh, What's what streaming service is it on? I don't know. He has it on. Uh, I don't know if you've heard of this. It's older DVD. What? It might be. I think it's DVD. I don't think it's Blu-ray. <laughs> Jeez, I can you imagine any streaming service? I find the movies that we review on. I just watch them on the streaming service. Yeah. Get oh, the I did. Yeah, I did. Because like Dracula, I was like, oh great, it's on whatever was on. I think it was on Amazon. Is how I watched it. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, but. The- anyway it might be streaming it might be streaming i don't know but it's just it's just pretty funny there's like physical comedy in it and there's a lot of like language comedy and (laughs) british humor and things just there's an interesting aspect of it because if i may draw a comparison somebody told me a while ago that i would like the show the good place oh yeah yeah and i watched one or two episodes and i was too chaotic i think i've mentioned this before on the show but i'm just gonna use it i'm gonna say it again because it's a comparison so it's too chaotic i i I do not like it it makes me super anxious too many bad things happen and they go unchecked and kristen bell's character is too unlikable and there's just nothing redeeming on the show she does get a lot more likable as the show well there's just too much i actually really like the ending of it i thought it was really i i like the show anyway go on (laughs) I can see why people like it. Mm-hmm. I just don't. No, I totally and get it. You know, it's like The Office. I tried to get in The Office. I just couldn't. No matter what. I was like, mm, it's so, not my thing. So, um, Faulty Towers is similar to The Good Place in that every episode there's 
an amount of chaos but something that i really like about it is that he is kind of he's kind of rigid and crazy and wild and he's out of control and he's irresponsible but he's trying to be responsible and he's always trying to like grasp at like a higher class than he actually is is in and he's never enjoying like the circumstances he's in he's always like him and his wife kind of like the lockhorns they don't really like each other you know right, right and right. so there's chaos that happens in the episodes but his wife is a total straight man like she's totally there to just like bring calm in the chaos so like every time basil his name is basil faulty every time basil is just like messing everything up his wife sort of swoops in and with l- like definitely like rubbing it in his face like she's not kind about having to swoop in you know but <laughs> right. she'll swoop in before it becomes stressful chaos uh-huh. and i really like that because that i think that that's very i think it's very creative i think it's because just when you think like oh gosh this is like a <laughs> boiling pot that's about to tip off the stove like right. she comes and like nudges it back on and i and i like that and there's also like tropey's characters and i mean that in the best way like there's like an old man who lives at the hotel and he must have had a military career because they call him like the major mm-hmm. and there are these two really old women who live at the hotel who are kind of like tittering and they're always like oh you know and right and so they're they're just like characters yeah and his wife and at the time in real life is in it too and she plays like um just like the housekeeper general helper at the hotel and and she's she looks quite a bit younger than him but they're Mm -hmm. actually like only a year apart in age but you know so she kind of adds something and and then they have this uh like mater d slash waiter who is uh an immigrant from spain from barcelona Uh who doesn't speak very much english and he's kind of like a bumbling buffoon and so every time he does something silly basil's like he's from barcelona (laughs) like like that's the excuse (laughs) it's fun it's just it's really fun and kind of like it's really funny i laughed out loud multiple times and john cleese is always so good at physical comedy because he's like seven feet tall he's like snoop dog he's super tall yeah so tall and so skinny and he and he's just i don't know it's 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 just fun it's just (laughs) i would i would recommend it if anybody is interested in british humor and if anybody is uh looking for just something fun to watch where it's if it's streaming anywhere um so there is an app there's a couple episodes of where John Cleese is in the show Speechless and there's one scene where him and Minnie Driver are like hanging out and she's like, you know, one of the most satisfying things is is someone coming up to me and, and telling me something and I use the excuse of my son being in a wheelchair. <laughs> so they're like feeding birds or whatever in this park and this uh, cop comes up to them and and he's like, y- you can't feed the birds in the park. And he looks at him and he goes, sir, excuse me, my grandson is in a wheelchair. <laughs> and the guy just goes, oh, okay. And he walks away. <laughs> I thought of that. <laughs> oh, and that's what, right before we started recording, and I played that thing where Mike was like, Sybil, Sybil. That's, okay. because okay. Sybil is Bas- Basil's wife. Let's see. And so he's always like calling her name. And I like, like. Oh, it's on Amazon. Oh, it's on Amazon. If you have a premium subscription. If you have a premium subscription. Oh, nice. It's fun. It's funny. I might check it out. I think it's. it's I do like British humor. In classic BBC fashion, there's only two seasons of it. There's like 12 episodes, but it's it's definitely fun <laughs> it sounds fun um so i've been watching fraser as oh, i told yeah. you yeah Fraser. and um i 
have a fear that I may be the perfect partner for Dr. Fraser Crane. <laughs> because, wow, we like a lot of the same stuff. <laughs> As I was watching the show, I was like, oh my God, I like that too. <laughs> it's like, they're like going to the like opera. opera. I was, I like, was just going to say like, opera. I like opera. Like, they're uh-huh. like, they love art, all this stuff. And I'm watching the show and I'm like, yeah, so like, I'd be the perfect. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like brown clothing. <laughs> like, <laughs> The only thing is that it's the fear is that he's kind of pompous. <laughs> so it's like, oh, he's very pompous. He's very pompous. He likes the finer things in life. He really does. And you know what? Yeah. So do I. It <laughs> might work out. <laughs> he has a beautiful apartment. He's got a beautiful voice. Is oh. what he? Yeah. You know, I'm not attracted to him though, which is very unusual because he is kind of the basic perfect white old guy that I would be into. But not Kelsey Grammer. Can't all be winners. No. I was trying to find you a video of it's also from 30 Rock and it's like a song that someone sings they're like his name is Kelsey he's very wealthy <laughs> and then I can't remember the rest of it but I was trying to find the lyrics I was trying to find that video for you and I couldn't find it but I did find the scene that he was in from 30 Rock so that was kind of fun but I like that the Carvel <laughs> like, it's a the classic what did she say like the short the long griff you gotta know when to walk away <laughs> I, know, I love it <laughs> Frager <laughs> so good oh, that show's so funny it's very funny Frasier and 30 Rock. yes I do love Frasier a lot yeah. it's definitely uh, I'm exci- yeah Frasier's so funny it's like yeah <laughs> and I find myself like I was not a fan of Niles in the beginning pretty much oh, at yeah. all I was like eh take him or leave him I thought he was funny in how he interacted with everyone mm-hmm. and that's so what nervous. I like but he as like once he got with Daphne I was like wow Niles has actually calmed down and gotten kind of a lot chiller and yeah. now I like him a lot more because the whole time he just wanted to get with Daphne yeah well so. and then he was with Maris who was obviously an emotional vampire mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah and uh, as I rewatch that show again which I'm sure I inevitably will I will prove that and I will post it on Reddit <laughs> I don't know when it will happen but it'll happen I'm planning on doing it yes so yeah yeah. So, are you ready to talk about the movie? You mean Dracula? Dracula. Yeah. Yes, I'm ready to talk about the movie. The movie. Okay. Sure. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, I guess I'll give a synopsis because we always forget. So, <clears throat> first you do drink that. some water too. Me too. Look at us drinking water. Oh my water. gosh, we're so hydrated. Mm-hmm. It's amazing. Okay, so Dracula is about, um, it's Bram Stoker's Dracula. Jonathan Harker is this guy that comes, who is he, like a, what is he, though? He's He's a solicitor? Solicitor, yeah. So, do you think he's like a lawyer? I believe so. Yeah. In Britain. Yeah, yeah. So, he is going to Transylvania to work for Dracula, and Dracula is, like, real shady, and, uh... He makes Jonathan write these letters that he's going to send. And so, you know, Jonathan's like, oh, great, my life's in danger. You know, I got escaped. There's something really wrong with this guy. So he ends up escaping. And Dracula finds a picture of his fiance, Mina. And he is like, holy shit, this looks just like the woman I was in love with. And he goes to England and he finds her. And that is when he attacks her bestie, Mina. No, Lucy. My bad. Lucy, love her she's my favorite um and uh it turns her into a vampire and and it's basically about them trying to kill dracula to get him or to get me away from the under the spell of him so i want to know how did you feel about the movie 
Um, sorry, I'm looking up the cast list, and okay. it's proving a little bit more difficult. Okay, I got it. Okay. <sighs> Lauren, I... So, this was my suggestion for Spooktober, and I got pushed back a little bit, and I regret every single <laughs> minute of time that I thought I should suggest Dracula. Um, you didn't like it? Here's the thing. <laughs> I almost, I mean, like, one part of me flat out hates this movie, <laughs> but another part of me, I think, I, I've had some time to think about it. It okay. took me, like, three different viewings to finish the whole thing. Wow. And I just did not, I had no motivation to finish it. I was wow. just like, I don't want to watch this movie anymore. <laughs> uh, but. It's so funny. I. Uh, <clears throat> totally 100 percent appreciate i mean i appreciate this is a i don't think they could make a dracula movie any less bombastic and i think that that in terms of this movie and this story it's as i said bombastic and it's exactly what a dracula movie should be mm -hmm. and i really appreciate that i appreciate it even more like since I stopped watching it and it's sort of been stewing like a fine, like, stew, <laughs> uh, I've really fully appreciated the ridiculous nature of the movie. Like, it's so over the top <laughs> that it has now created a new level. Like, it's, it topped itself. It's mm -hmm. so outrageous and it couldn't be any other way. And so in that, I think it might be an amazing feat mm -hmm. so i appreciate the craft of the movie and i appreciate the the storytelling and i appreciate just how uh i don't know there's a word that i can't like the word that i'm trying to think of probably doesn't even exist in any language about how like just try insane <laughs> this okay. movie is insane doesn't even fit but so, um, and I didn't know that it was Francis Ford Coppola, so mm -hmm. that's interesting. But, so, so yes, I, like I said, part of me flat out hates it, and I'm angry at myself for picking it, <laughs> and I'm angry at the world for creating it, and I'm, I'm just angry that it exists at all. But then another part of me is like, I see what they're doing, and I appreciate it. I'll never want to watch it again. I'm, you know, such is life. I can I can see it and appreciate the beauty of the mess that they created in this ridiculous I don't even know. Sometimes I'm like, what am I even watching? Okay, so my next question is how did you feel about the chemistry between Winona Ryder and Gary Oldman? I uh I wasn't that impressed by it. Really? Oh, yeah. I still think they have like. Oh. I know. I I kind of thought like gives me like the feels. But I think like, like down under. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> I'm the only one laughing. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that we were on my couch at yes. my parents place and we started laughing and then we were like we started crying laughing we started fake laughing at each other like 
And then, and then we started real laughing. It was a real journey. <laughs> we were both like, what are you laughing at? Like, I don't know. What are you laughing at? Whew, okay. That made me a little bit hot. Whew, I laughed. I laughed I, very hard at my own joke. And no, you know what? I appreciated that a lot. I found Dracula too creepy to notice the chemistry. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. Oh, that's too bad. But. Because yeah, that's what the reason I wanted you to watch the movie. Well hear me out okay uh i did think that the scene in the bedroom was like not what i was expecting mm-hmm. she was really into becoming a vampire yeah yeah and at the in the moment i couldn't figure out like is she actually elizabeta or is she just like right. someone who looks like her but i guess it is it was her or i think it was mina i think it was mina she, the entire time i thought yeah but that's what i was wondering so okay so she just like I think she was just really in him. him. Yeah. Well, I I think that she maybe was a little like compelled. You know, because they like that compelling. Yeah, and he he would like control her slightly. He'd be like, "Don't see me." Yeah, see me or something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. So you like the movie? So actually, it's interesting because when I even though I own the film, when I was younger, I did like it, but I didn't like. It wasn't ever one of my top favorites and then i rewatched it this time and i was like actually i really like this movie so it was an interesting kind of like turn because i found myself i was very into it i was really into it and i was like the last time i'd seen it was only a couple of years ago too um i also thought it was really cool that the guy that plays cardinal from the show cardinals in it and he's like a big part he played the texan that oh, was after Lucy, yeah. Okay. Yeah, and I was like, and I never, ever would have ever put two and two together. Like, to me, I wouldn't have even thought they were the same person because I just... And the, you know what's funny is the only reason I think I really recognized that was because he was on an episode of Frasier. And I was like, and I was watching and I was like, God, that guy looks so fucking familiar and I couldn't figure out who it was. So it I Google it. all comes back to Frasier. I, I Googled it. And they're like Billy Campbell, and I was like, "Shit, that's the guy from Cardinal!" And so then I was like scrolling down his thing, and it was like Dracula, and I was like, "What? He's in Dracula!" And then, yep, I found that out. So I mean, it's crazy. I can't <laughs> even. I don't believe it. I don't. I know. believe it. <laughs> and what you're saying right now is crazy. It's crazy. <laughs> yeah. I'm literally on crack right now. <laughs> It's a Friday night. We're just having fun. That was uh, another thing that we were just doing for like a whole evening once where we were just like, you're literally on crack. Literally on crack right now. Just, just, you know, between the two of us. You know what two people do when they're hanging out, watching TV, chilling. I'm literally on crack. Okay. Anyway. (laughs) Yeah. So um, I definitely appreciated this movie a lot more the second time around. And I think part of it could have been also because of the TV show that was with Class Class Bang. What'd you just um, say? I think his name is Class (laughs) Bang. Class? It sounds like you're a southern woman saying class. (laughs) And it's really killing me. Class? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I can't say it. What is it? It sounds. It sounds like you're like. I teach a class. <laughs> I teach a class at the college. <laughs> it's class. <laughs> oh my god! I'm so hot right now. I'm sweating so much. I don't even know. It sounds 
like C L A E S. Oh my gosh. I'm not gonna look up how it's pronounced because I'm not. No, no I just I just wanted it to be pronounced class. Class. Okay, oh. class. <laughs> I'm gonna look it up though, and now I'm curious. How do oh no. Hold on. Uh, let's see, pronounce. <laughs> um Clay's bang. Clay's. Oh. Yeah, Clay's. But wait, how are you saying it? <laughs> Can we do this again? Yeah. Clay. <laughs> no. I can't. I can't work. <laughs> um, Clay. <laughs> I like laughed myself in a coughing fit. Oh my gosh, I haven't laughed that hard. <laughs> Claya? <laughs> it's Clay's. Claya? Listen up. Clay's bang. Okay. Um, anyway, so Clay's. <laughs> You're killing me. You're killing me, dude. <laughs> I'm like crying, laughing. Mm. Ooh, okay. My ribs hurt. Um, I know. Oh my gosh. Next time I'm going to wake up and be like, whoa, who had the ab workout? <laughs> Why are my cheeks in pain? My, even my face hurts from smiling. <laughs> okay, anyway. So, it's also with Dolly Wells, and Dolly Wells was incredible hmm. in oh, that. Oh, yeah, the nun. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. So, yeah. she played um, the, the nun Agatha, which was actually, she was in the Dracula movie, too. It was like a very, very, very small part. Oh, when, I don't even think when they Jonathan showed her. escaped? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, like it was like, they were like, Sister Agatha, and I don't even think, I don't even know if you saw her face. She was like such a tiny part, I don't even think she had any lines. But anyway. Um, she must be from the book or something? I think so. Oh, yeah. okay. So, but the thing is, so, the thing is, the first episode, I know I've talked about the sort, the first episode's excellent, and then the rest are just really not good. And what I really, really hated, and I don't know how you feel about Lucy, but I loved Lucy, like, so much. She's my favorite. I think she's fun, she's sexy, she's exciting, she knows what she wants, like, hell yeah, oh, <laughs> hell yeah, it's the Victorian age, you know, live it up, girl. And um, yeah, she lived it up <laughs> till she died. Till she was dead, <laughs> and then she still kept kind of living it up. <laughs> she was like dragging babies, That's kids. True, yeah, she's like, I'm eating. What's up? <laughs> just good trying eating. Just a <laughs> infants, good. <laughs> she, she's just a vampire trying to make her way in a big bad world. Exactly, the best she knows. Just how. a vampire trying to make her yeah. way in a big city. <laughs> I'm a survivor. <laughs> Oh my god! I'm, I'm, I watched Reba recently. Anyway, um, I but so Lucy in the show Lucy was made into this show. like really vapid party girl, and she was like all over Dracula, and he's like, "Oh, you're obsessed with death," and I was like, "Whatever, I'm obsessed with death too." You don't see me running around with vampires in the middle of the night. I mean, I could be, but I don't know any, so whatever. <laughs> Yeah, I like how it's like I would if I could, but I'm not. So I can't, so I can't. I'm not. Yeah. Um, and she, and, and I just thought she was very one-dimensional and boring. So I think, and then the third episode was just it just kind of felt really lazy like the ending was like just put together. There should have been a second season. Oh. And there wasn't. It's it's anyway. Um, and I think that after seeing that and watching it multiple times because I think that 
I know what you're about to say. <laughs> Class. <laughs> your wee's laughing. Your wee's laughing. Oh, oh man. Clay's bang. <laughs> this is proper name. I hope sometime we're hanging Clay out. And we... <laughs> I'm so hot. I'm like sweating. Oh my god. Woo. That was a good one. Anyway, so I just thought he was really hot. Oh. Okay. And I also really, really liked Agatha. So that was like she was actually like probably the biggest reason I kept repeating watching that show was okay. well, and I thought he was hot. And that, sure. That sure does not hurt. Um he was like, I'd never seen him in anything before, and I was like, Who is this guy? And he's like, and he was just really charming and charismatic and very good at playing this role. And so I think after watching that, seeing the Francis Ford Coppola version, I think I have a much stronger appreciation for now because I was okay. like, this is much better written. It makes more sense. Um, I care about Lucy like I always have, you know, and versus like in the show, I just really didn't give a shit about her. You know, I was like, I was like annoying party girl that's like, I just sleep with guys and party and I'm like, oh, and that's your entire personality. Okay. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, make me care about you, you know? Yeah. So, um, <clears throat> so yes, overall, this, <laughs> after that whole roundabout and a lot of laughs, <laughs> I, I do like this movie quite a bit. And it's, it's funny how, like, the time has passed. And my experience has made me come back and make me realize that I actually really enjoy this movie. So, mm-hmm. yeah. And uh, um, and I, I think Winona Ryder and Gary Oldman have just fabulous chemistry. It's, like, just so palpable, you know? And I know that you're kind of like, eh, but, oh, man, I could watch, like, a million scenes of them just, like... I did sort of when he came when he came into the bedroom. Mm-hmm. I wanted them to like kiss, and yeah. I, I wanted them to like get it on, right? Instead of him turning her into a vampire, I just wanted them to do it. <laughs> know, um, right? So I guess I was like, "Your husband's an extra, but it's fine." <laughs> to <laughs> to sort of go back, I guess they they must have had some kind of chemistry because I wanted them to be together, which is a weird yeah. thing to want. I think. Yeah, and I think that I think that her and Keanu Reeves do have chemistry, and they're in a lot of stuff together, you know. So mm-hmm. clearly, there's something there. But just compared to, well, I think the difference though between the chemistry between uh, me, well, I'm just going to call them by the character's name, Jonathan and, and Mina, is that it's very chaste. Yes, and mm-hmm. they, I think they really clearly love each other. But it's a relationship that is built on like, hey, eventually we're going to get married and we're going to be together and we'll be man and wife. But this with Dracula is like, oh my gosh, this guy's exciting and he's new and he's powerful and strong he's and passionate. charming and passionate. Yeah. And um and he like protects her from the wolf. And so I could see maybe why she's like, uh, oh my <laughs> you know, maybe she's like, okay, Jonathan who? Oh my God, right, my husband. <laughs> so what was I thinking? You know, um and I think that there's kind of an allure to allure is that a that's a okay, that's how you pronounce the word. <laughs> Wouldn't want to, you know, clay us. <laughs> okay. Alar. That sounds like a Medea thing. Alar. <laughs> the, um, I think that there is a sense of 
alert to the dangerous aspect of him and that he can provide her with something that no one else can and it's exciting and well, it's, you know I mean, in essence dracula is the classic tale mm-hmm. of don't leave your fiance to go live in transylvania <laughs> when you should just stay with your fiance because right. she gonna get stolen <laughs> she gonna get stolen by the dracula <laughs> The, uh, so did you like the boob wig that he had on the beginning? No, I did not like him. <laughs> I hate that wig I so much. I did not like the boob wig. I didn't like <laughs> anything when he was like the old vampire. Yeah. Um, I thought, so there was, so uh, Jonathan comes to Transylvania and he comes into the the castle where Dracula, Count Dracula lives. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it was funny because I was thinking as I was watching it, when whenever they call him Count Dracula, I'd be like, you guys, you're literally calling him Count Dracula. And then I have to be like, but they don't know Count Dracula in this story. You know what I mean? Wait, wait, Count Dracula? Yeah, like, like if somebody right now said to me, I want you to go visit my friend named Count Dracula, I'd be like, F no, I know who Count Dracula <laughs> is. I ain't doing that. Oh, but you mean in like it's world, refreshing, I guess. Is that what you're saying? Like, it's... No, I mean, I'm not... <laughs> So just trying you. to make a joke okay. it's like saying count chocula okay but before count chocula existed okay <sighs> <laughs> i guess i just flew right over my Every head time, no like count dracula to you and me means mm-hmm. dracula right well i've come to suck your blood mm-hmm. but i like in that this weird world, southern accent thank you <laughs> i don't want your life in this world i've come to suck your blood okay thanks for showing me up you're so welcome in this world in this world they don't have the story of bram stoker's dracula yet so the name count dracula doesn't strike fear in their hearts he's just a client right yeah so that's what i was getting at okay and she has a look at her face like i'm so done with you right now anyway so so when he gets he gets to count dracula's house mm-hmm. count dracula's like did, did you ever see romeo and michelle's high school reunion yeah there's a scene where lisa kudrow is in a limousine with uh alan cumming uh-huh. and he like fo- floats out of the uh sunroof and she's like you're so dreamy because she's i don't know if she's like tripping or if she's sleeping <laughs> yeah, yeah uh and that's what the scenes in count dracula's castle reminded me of like keanu jonathan uh-huh. played by keanu reeves is watching dracula like suddenly appear or like float mystically around or like crawl down a wall like a critter <laughs> yeah. and he's just like doop 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 <laughs> you're right he you is. know and he, he's like that's totally normal in yeah. my line of work as a solicitor he, seeing my clients climb up and down the walls totally like an normal. animal <laughs> yeah. and suddenly appear behind me in a yeah. mirror and then freak out when they see the mirror and then uh so and he's always writing in this Wait, stinking I, journal. I have to say, when the mirror part, I don't know how 
Jonathan could have possibly been comfortable with this guy suddenly being like, let me take this and do this for you. <laughs> yeah. Like, cutting his... Very yeah. close to your throat. <laughs> You're like, like shading him with a straight-edge yeah, razor. I would have been like, like, buddy, I can do it myself. You I'm don't have to. Friend. <laughs> Please don't. And uh, so there's always this, like, voiceover narration of either Mina writing a letter to Jonathan or re- writing in her diary, or Jonathan writing in his diary or writing a letter to Mina. Mm-hmm. And in his diary when he realizes that he's trapped he's like it appears that i am captured here and then it shows him looking out the window and seeing dracula like crawling like a demon <laughs> and i and he just seems like he's just like well you know leave it to me to run into a situation like this like he doesn't seem concerned at all and I'm it like, would be funny Jonathan, if that was like this what is- he was used to like if he had like continuously had like supernatural clients or whatever <laughs> so he's just like Oh man, this guy is crawling up the walls again. This not the shit again. Every time, I always get the wall crawlers. Like you know, I should have known when my last client was a werewolf. <laughs> yeah, and so and and then uh, I texted this to you. I broke the rules and I texted this to you. But then so Dracula sets up this little thing for all of his concubines to sort of his brides, yeah, trap his brides to trap Jonathan. You know that one of them is Monica Bellucci. <laughs> yes, I did know that. Yeah. Uh, to trap Jonathan and just like drink his blood to keep him weak and this is uh, in the Tales of the Ridiculous column where Jonathan is like still writing in his diary as the, he's like I'm I'm a prisoner here and Count Dracula's brides drink my blood to keep me weak and I'm like all of these sentences you're writing in your di- A, why are you still writing in a stupid diary? Right. And B, all of these sentences you just say should make you shit your pants and not be like, <laughs> I suppose we'll have chicken for dinner after they're done drinking my blood. And it's altogether just way too calm. Right. Because if I was right. in that situation, I wouldn't be like, dear diary. <laughs> but anyway... Uh, you do make a point. I guess I never really thought about that, but you do make a point. That's one of the things I did like about the new Dracula is that Jonathan was like fucking terrified. You know, he was like, he's like, I'm gonna die. This is it. I'm about to die. Like, I am going. I I cannot escape. I cannot get away from this. I will, and this will be where my life ends. And so, when he does finally escape, he's like actually in the process of like turning into a vampire which is not yeah is not in the i don't you know as far as i know but yeah and so i don't know i'm i I am kind of curious as what you think about that show but not enough for you to like well you'll never know because i do not want to watch it (laughs) thank you (laughs) honestly uh every time i if i do watch it i usually just watch the first episode and then i don't watch the rest because i do really like the first episode i think it's really well done it's just that the rest is not it's only three episodes too (laughs) so yeah anyway interesting yeah i had someone recommend it to me and uh and (laughs) i came back to her later and i was like did you know that i was going to be attracted to dracula and she goes no that's just an added plus (laughs) i was like okay thanks it's a bonus it's a bonus i i also liked like there's a couple words that keanu reeves said that were like british surfer and i thought that his accent was mostly okay but yeah when the british surfer came out (laughs) do you remember what the words were i don't oh damn i know i i was like this is i was like laying on my sofa and i was watching it and i went british surfer (laughs) and then and then my podcast inner monologue was like you know what you should do samantha is rewind it and hear the word again so you could note it but then other samantha was like nah so other <laughs> yeah, samantha I totally won. get it you know i totally get it um 
Yeah, I mean, at least it's not like Kevin Costner levels of British accent bad, because that was painful to watch that one. <laughs> Prince of Thieves, I was like, oh boy, oh boy, this he's not even trying at this point. <laughs> like the first scene, I don't know if you remember, but the first scene, he's like, this is British courage. Never, ever has a choice of an English accent at any point in time. He says Maybe a he's a transplant. <laughs> Unlike other Robin Hoods, I can speak with an English accent. <laughs> <laughs> he was in this movie. Curiosa, he was in Dracula. Yeah, yeah. yeah, he was. I yeah. like him. Um, I liked um, and John er, and Richard E. Grant. So yeah, yeah. It's like a, Have you ever seen With Nail and I? What is it? It's called With Nail and I. No, I've never uh, even heard of that. Mike Mike recommended it to me a long time ago. And let me borrow it, and uh, and then we've watched it together since. And it's uh, is it Richard E. Grant? It's re- <laughs> no, I just thought of it right now. It <laughs> I is, do that it's all Richard the time. E. Grant. <laughs> yeah, it's Richard E. Grant and another guy, and I can't remember the other guy's name. But it's kind of like an interesting dark comedy. <sighs> feels it feels coming of agey, but they're already adults about two struggling actors, sort of kind of going through the doldrums of maybe like their 20s or something and uh trying to you know like feeling it, directionless from, like, the 90s or 80s or something Jeez, or? I, it might be from the 80s even um let's see i think it's from the 80s He's, it's 1987 oh and the year i was born richard e grant and paul mcgann paul um, mcgann can I see? Uh, I don't know. Paul McGann is well. This is the wiki page, oh, okay. but let me let me click on his name here. I believe both of yeah, them. He looks really have been in, I think uh, like Richard yeah, Grant. Yeah, obviously has been in a bunch of things, and I've seen Paul McGann here and there throughout the years. I've definitely seen him in something before. He <laughs> looks really familiar. Well, maybe you've seen him in. I'm just looking through Lesbian Vampire Killers. Oh yeah, that was it. <laughs> Yeah. Anything else? <laughs> He's been in a lot of things. I'm just trying to think oh, of okay. like like something more mainstream. Something a little bit. Uh, he was in Doctor Who. Mm, that show I'm obsessed with. I did. I tell you. <laughs> did I tell you that I think I came to the conclusion that it wasn't so much that I liked the um, Ninth Doctor as I was just attracted to him. <laughs> yeah, I pretty much figured. Christopher Eccleston. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Was. yeah. I was like, I was like, you know, maybe I just find Christopher Eccleston attractive. And then after that realization came, I went, yeah, because if I liked, if I sincerely liked Doctor Who, I would have kept watching it, and I clearly didn't. <laughs> so I, apparently, they brought back the tenth Doctor. That's what someone told me. I don't know. I don't really care. If anyone knows, let us know. But if you don't, then. <laughs> That's good. I like it. Um, so anyway, uh, yes, Richard E. Grant was mm-hmm. in this movie, and I was just wondering, like, Booth Allen and I is very interesting, and it's comedic, and it's also um, has a really good ending, like the final scene. I don't know. It's good. Mm. Interesting. It's deep. It's very deep. Is uh, it? And I, I feel like I've seen it a couple times, obviously, a few times, and each time I feel like I glean a little bit more from it than the last time i watched it because it's i do like those kind of movies yeah Mm -hmm. i do like richard e grant um i so okay so um hold on i have notes here i have a question for you okay 
Was he a wolf? Or who was the wolf? What was the wolf? The wolf was Dracula. So he was the wolf. Yeah. And then, because in the ship, when they were coming over to London from Transylvania, he was, like, getting very hairy. And then when he was having, like, a sexual relations with Lucy, he looked like a wolf man. Yeah. And then this, like, wolf was following him around. So Dracula is also a wolf? Oh, you mean like the actual animal, like wolf animal, instead of like him looking like a wolf. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Lauren, in the movie, there's clearly a white wolf. Yes. No, I don't but think then, that's him. I think that's like a minion or a familiar or something. So, but he also is a wolf. But he, I, well, I mean, he can change it to like the werewolf looking type thing, but he's not an actual wolf, I don't okay. think. Yeah. Sorry, I didn't understand that. <laughs> you don't have to apologize. <laughs> I don't I don't always love those transformations like because I think it's kind of over the top. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> you don't think him turning into like a weird hairy wolf man or like and then a weird bat sort of human? raping a woman? Yeah. Is is, um, is isn't over the top? I don't know. It's it's definitely i don't really understand those transformations when it comes to like a vampire now part of me wonders because he's supposed to be like the original vampire you know that um maybe that's just part of his powers and maybe anything like any subsequent creatures or offspring you could call them will not be like that but I don't know. I mean, I, I obviously, you know, Bram Stoker had a huge impact on how vampires are written, you know, in, in modern day stories and stuff like that. Um, so, like, in the show, Dracula, he could actually transform into a wolf, like an animal wolf. Oh. So, and then it was interesting because when he, like, transformed back, it was like he was, like, peeling off, like, the... Ew. Like, yeah, it was kind of gross. But it was... uh it was definitely interesting. It was a very unique take on it. So um, that's just why that show was so disappointing because the first oh. one is so good and then the rest is so crap. So I was like, ah. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I heard someone say that the first episode was really good. Yeah, yeah. Did you, was it me that you heard? It, you know who it stars? Mm. Cliff. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. Um, so <laughs> I wanted to talk about um something and now i can't remember uh, oh i did have well i did have one thing if while you're thinking of so i wrote can you imagine being left in the middle of the carpathian mountains surrounded by all these wolves and the driver of the carriage was just like see ya bitch good luck yeah i thought that would be your <clears throat> that would be your first sign that things are not gonna go well for you right yeah, when and he was so like Jonathan was too calm. I think he was he was just too accepting of everything. He was like way too chill with, and especially especially in the Victorian age when everyone's freaking out about shit. You know, like everyone was yeah. flipping out. So, um, I did have a okay. I remember my question, mm-hmm. and it was at the beginning. So at the beginning, Count Dracula. It's like the 1600s, and he goes to battle, mm-hmm. and his wife Elizabetta, plays played by Winona Ryder, gets falsely informed that her husband has died in battle, and so she she very cheesily <laughs> jumps off yes. of jumps off of a turret on into the river and dies, and mm-hmm. and then Dracula comes back and sees that she's dead, and 
Anthony Hopkins is there and is like, oh, she's going to hell because she committed suicide. And Dracula, like, flips out and destroys the church. And all this blood starts coming out of the stones, and that's how he turned into a vampire. I would I th- like you to unpack that and explain how that's possible. Um, I think that it's not the the blood coming out. It's that he cursed God. But why did the blood come out? I think it's just dramatic effect, honestly. That's not enough for me. <laughs> you know what? Let's call up my good old uncle Francis. Frankie, as I like to call him. Please, um, yeah, yeah, call him up. And, uh, you know, we'll see what he says about that. <laughs> I didn't care for that scene. I think scene he's actually long dead. But mate, he's not dead. Is he? Oh, he's not? Francis Ford Coppola? I thought he died, like, years ago. Maybe I'm making that up. Let me just check. It's so weird that Nick Cage is a Coppola. It is pretty weird. It, like, blows my mind every time I think of that. I'm like, what? Are we sure? He's still alive. He's 83 years oh, old. Oh, okay. He's he a- was born in Detroit, Michigan. Oh, cool. Yeah. Me too. What? I was. I oh was actually gosh. born in the city of Detroit. Were you? I was. At Detroit Mercy? Um, shit, what's it called? It was called St. John's when I was there. St. John's? I think it's Ascension something Ascension? Now. Ascension. Class. <laughs> Class. I was born in, I was, you know what? We were both born in thriving metropoli. Yes. <laughs> I was born in Belding, Michigan. Oh, very nice. And if you know Belding, it's probably like a 25-minute drive from where my parents lived at the time. So you can ask them why they chose to give birth at a hospital <laughs> that was so far yeah, away from their house. <laughs> probably too. 35 minutes, maybe. Even. Really? That's yeah. It's a very long way to go. Yeah, but... I was a C-section I'd be like, turn down the road. <laughs> she wasn't. She wasn't in, in labor. I was a C-section oh, baby. Okay, okay. So her you were doctor, planned. You were. Her doctor was going on vacation, so <laughs> he's he like, want, and he wanted to be there for my birth. <laughs> yeah, and uh, I was. So I was born like early, mm-hmm. and then this is how I turned out. <laughs> Just the <a> baby. <laughs> anyway. What was I saying about Clias. <laughs> <laughs> That's the word that Keanu Reeves said in the in the movie that I laughed at. <laughs> yeah, sure, totally. So anyway, I didn't care for the scene where it was just like all the blood was coming out, and I and I was like, you know, this movie's about a vampire, and I'm still not buying this scene. So, and I didn't like the the very bad effects of like uh elizabeth falling like ah! <laughs> yeah yeah you know yeah and then she fell in a river but she somehow <laughs> had like blood on her face and i thought where'd that, where'd that blood i come mean from? maybe she could have hit a rock or something but it feels like it she seems like her hit, face would have been obliterated <laughs> you know what i like i don't know yeah i think yeah it, like yeah if she you're gonna have... fall that far your face is not gonna be just like a little scrape you're gonna be like it's gonna be gone right like, it's yeah, gone. you're not gonna have one yeah yeah um yeah, I. <clears throat> oh, actually, so I did write this down. I thought that this was interesting. So at the museum, when they do see the wolf, he calls it a strigoi, which I think is like an off shoot of like a vampire. So, I mean, so in the strain that show the strain, the Guillermo del Toro show, um, it uh, the vampires, vampires, they're all called strigoi, but they're like not classic vampires. They're actually, because it's not the way that 
the uh, like other individuals get turned is it's a virus it's a it's a worm it's oh, a parasite okay. so uh the strain it's you know? a virus it's a worm it's a parasite, it's a parasite. yeah it's not um, a very poetic the way you no said it. um and it's disgusting oh. too if you okay. ever see that like yeah you've talked about it i don't want to i'm no offense but i don't want you to describe it again okay it sounds pretty it's, gross yeah i had to watch five seasons of it you no, had I, to i did like it i don't like it. okay i thought the worm Kevin was Durant's pretty it, hot <laughs> Um, it was just it was just a cool, it was a cool concept. Yeah, you know? yeah, I bet. Cool. cool concept. It sounds yeah. cool. The uh, it's a CC. The 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 main character I didn't like until the very last episode, so that was Uh-oh. interesting. Well, that's unfortunate. Ephraim is was the name. Yeah, played by Corey Stoll. Oh, who's that? That was Nicole Byer had mentioned him in one of the episodes. She was talking about he's like bald, and she was like, oh, that oh. guy's <laughs> yeah, that's him. Oh yeah. yeah, in the Ant Man episode, yeah, yeah, yeah. She was him. like really into him. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He is a handsome man. He is handsome. I agree. Mm-hmm. I agree. Um, yeah, but his character, I was, I was like, mm, you're such a piece of shit. And I can't stand you. And he is really good at playing a bad guy. He is. He's very good at playing like just narcissistic individuals. You know. So uh, I've seen him in a couple things. I saw one where. Uh, Charlie's Theron movie where like I think it was called Dark Places or something. It's based after the Gillian Flynn book. It wasn't a very good movie though. I, I remember being like the story was interesting but the way that they did it was it could have been a lot better. Also they did like the Chloe Grace Moretz where she's like sexy and I was like please stop. She's not good at playing these roles. It makes me very uncomfortable every time I see her in these because she's always like I am sexy and I'm like you're like 12. Okay. <laughs> I know she's not but you know what I mean. It's just it's too much. <laughs> I'm here for you. You just keep keep letting it out. Keep letting it out. I just like it then you know. <laughs> <laughs> so um okay so i have I've, i'm trying to think we've answered some of my questions we know now we know what the wolf was uh we know why the blood was coming out of the thing no, we don't um, really okay but <laughs> uh we know that the suicide scene was dumb i'm just going through my notes here just okay. quickly okay um so I thought that his old timey sunglasses were just about the most infuriating piece of fashion. <laughs> I was angry, like I wanted to to like slap them off his face. They were so stupid. Like really, why did they they just you just like the way they looked or? Yeah, it's just exactly That's what exactly you just said. It. <laughs> I think they look really stupid, and also I just, it bothered me that they were like look at it's the victorian age but we gave him something modern yet victorian looking and that's what we did in the fashion department and that really bothered me and well thank god the person that wasn't the uh costume designer on um alan quartermain and (laughs) (laughs) you know what maybe he did it was that bad looking but i liked i liked how he was able to look young again Mm -hmm. and i'm not totally sure why just because he was drinking jonathan's blood i think how was he drinking jonathan's blood i don't think he was drinking jonathan's blood but he was drinking blood drinking blood because remember when he went on the um well no because when he went on the boat crossing the atlantic right the atlantic no is it i don't know not the atlantic i don't know whatever it's some ocean it's some ocean it's some some ocean i don't know my geography very well it's an ocean it's an ocean it's some ocean ocean of love (laughs) what's that i don't 
forgot that. <laughs> because I was combining Elizabeth Town with the, the hurricane of the. Oh yeah. <laughs> um. <clears throat> yes, and he was crossing and the he water. Was, he was drinking the blood of That's the right. yeah the crew members. Yeah, yeah. So okay, so yeah. he he got his youthful, and I was like, if it was real love, he could have seduced her with that horrible boob <laughs> headpiece and just looking old like the emperor from Star Wars. Like I hate yeah. <laughs> I don't. I, that's always something that bugged me too. Was when uh, vampires didn't eat enough that they started looking really aged. Like yeah. I can understand maybe looking really pale or maybe looking like very sallow or withdrawn or something. But the fact that you suddenly age fifty years makes no sense to me. Yeah. You know. I yeah. I I kind of I do like the concept that they get weak if they're not drinking. But me too. I, I agree. Like, but then maybe <clears throat> it was supposed to be like, oh wow, he cleans up nice. <laughs> yeah, maybe because he looked pretty good he as did yeah a young as a young man or like you know yeah like a gary oldman without you makeup know, on gary he oldman with good. a mustache though apparently really does it for <laughs> gary me gary oldman has a mustache <laughs> i'm like like uh he is is serious he had a mustache and yeah. what was the other oh yeah uh, jim gordon commissioner gordon oh, he has yeah. a mustache and i was like oh my lord how <laughs> like, hello hello <laughs> the impression of gail from boxford oh <laughs> just kidding I, I mean it is it actually produced wait you I are you kidding or not okay. i was originally kidding but now i'm not <laughs> i yeah so i i think and i i okay i have to sort of backtrack a little bit okay i do think that him and winona Ryder had some chemistry yeah and now that I'm thinking of scenes from the movie, I can sort of see it. It didn't necessarily affect me, but okay. I can see it and appreciate it as I'm thinking about it. Right, right. And I thought that their meet cute was sort of cute, uh, even though he pretty much orchestrated it. But then also he like appeared. She like scuttled away and he appeared like three blocks later all of a sudden and she wasn't weirded out at all like she was yeah. just like oh you're here okay you know maybe there's some sort of like mystical supernatural underlying aspect to the victorian age that like we as viewers are not privy to or something you know and that's why everyone's so like chill about it or yeah i just whatever think, yeah uh, yeah i bet that's it i mean i don't know <laughs> no i no i i think but then he took her to like a porn tent or something and she was cool with that <laughs> no it was um a um what's it called oh it was like a like an exhibition of like moving pictures yeah yeah so it was it but was, it was like porn was it porn it? i thought it was Maybe i wasn't paying enough attention to what think, was on the screen wasn't there like a curtain that was drawn back and it was like porn or like i don't think so old-timey porn i don't think so what was I, I don't watching? think they would have ever showed that in a Victorian age. That would shock me. Yeah, but this movie was about a vampire. That's true. Um, I thought that there was something I inappropriate. I thought it was just like women dancing or something. Okay. I can't remember. So yeah. you're probably right because you've yeah. seen it more than me. But anyway, and then the wolf shows up and then mm -hmm. he saves her in a contrived situation to make it look like he saved her life. Well, and like there is that one really little like eh scene where he's like pushing her back and she's like no 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 and yeah, yeah that's that was what a little of. little rapey well, he was trying to like get it get going with her or something oh, i think he was trying to drink her blood or something yeah, or maybe turn her himself. or something yeah, yeah so 
I don't know. I think he was maybe trying to turn her or like just trying to figure out if she was actually his love or maybe mm-hmm. like he was just trying to turn her because he wanted her to be. Yeah. Uh, you know, so I don't know. The whole movie is kind of like a fever dream. Honestly. It is. It, it's really. But I yeah. appreciate that about it because I think it's probably difficult to make a two hour fever dream and to make it make sense. Like, sense, right. quote unquote, you know. So I think that the the. The task set before them was accomplished, even mm-hmm. if it wasn't necessarily a movie that I would say I really enjoyed. I do see the talent it takes to make something like that. Yeah. And so that, yeah, so it's it's pretty wild and in your face in that regard. So I do want to talk about Lucy. Okay. And I want to talk about a trope that really drives me nuts. And it's not Lucy's fault. It's, a, it's Hollywood's fault. And it's okay. the... Pretty girl, ugly. Pretty girl, ugly girl. It's the pretty girl, ugly. Oh my god! It's the pretty girl, ugly girl trope. You did it. And (laughs) the hottie and the naughty. (laughs) That would have been easier to say. It's actually a movie. Yeah, I know. Uh, Yeah, I'm aware. so this trope really drives me nuts because her and Winona Ryder are equally beautiful. They're both but beautiful women. Yeah. In this world, we're suddenly supposed to be believing that, like Winona Ryder is just like a wallflower who nobody notices, and I'm like, give me a break. And um, so I've been watching the I've been watching this show on Hulu called Nor- Normal People, mm-hmm. and it has uh, it's interesting and it's it's sort of a pseudo love story ish, not really. Uh, it's more like a relationship story and the main female in it is what's her name Daisy Edgar Jones Daisy Edgar Jones from um, she was in um, uh, where, where the crowd is yes okay yep. yeah I'm reading that book right now actually oh do you like it I I'm like 17% in according oh. to my Libby app All so right. um, yeah I do like it so far I mean it's yeah. a good story yeah uh, anyway so She's in it, and she's a beautiful woman. She is, and yeah. And in the movie, she's portraying a girl that nobody really wants to date, nobody is interested in, nobody wants her, and at first glance, you'd be like, oh, please, Hollywood couldn't find anybody else to be this role of somebody who's a little bit undesirable in their current, like, you know, like somebody who's undesirable in their hometown. Mm-hmm. They couldn't find somebody who would fit that mold a little bit better. But what I think they did really well in Normal People is for what she um, lacks in the ugly department, she makes up for in just being abrasive and sort of like pompous to people around her. So she pushes people away. And I really like that because it's... I think it's a creative way to for uh, for them to say to us like we know and you know that she's beautiful and this wouldn't probably be the case like people wouldn't call her ugly and people wouldn't be mean to her like this but we made it well maybe the writer did because it's based on a book i guess but we made it so she's sort of unpleasant to the people around her right. and nobody can really get to know her and then i'm like okay this makes sense i right, am like on you board on board with that because right, right. she might be beautiful but She's like if not, you have a shit personality, that's gonna shine through, and you're gonna be all or, or poop through, I guess. <laughs> but she's <laughs> I was terrified. I didn't like that at all. <laughs> but she's 
she's like worth getting to know but she just pushes people away with meanness you right. know and and so that gets me over the hump of being like yeah right nobody likes this beautiful woman and so in kind of like Dracula, karen from like will and grace like you know she's always just like a bitch to everyone but, but you kind of love her because she is a bitch to everyone <laughs> you know what i mean anyway go on <clears throat> and uh but in in this movie mm-hmm there's i just i'm like oh okay yeah winona rider is hideous and nobody even glances at her and well, lucy I don't think is it's so like much that and I, I do have i have to say i don't think it's so much that as as much i think it's that they already know that she's taken for you know she's already engaged um and all these guys are going after this very like vibrant and kind of sexual woman you know like and i love one of my favorite parts is when they're looking at the uh, like a thousand arabian nights or whatever and and lucy's like oh i did that in my dreams yeah she <laughs> points to like, a you know, picture like, of like, like two a, people having sex right. like a drawing of people having right. sex <laughs> And yeah, I thought, see, I liked that too, how she was like sexual, but Victorian sexual, mm-hmm. where she wasn't like actually sleeping around because that would be pretty far fetched, I think, for yeah. somebody of her. Well, and she's station. so like, flirt- she's the thing is, she's so over the top and flirtatious mm-hmm. that I think that it's not because Mina is an, an unattractive woman or anything like that because she's not unattractive, but I think it's more just like they're just so drawn to lucy because she's so vivacious you mm-hmm. know what i mean that so that's my theory I, on that yeah that, that makes sense yeah. actually i can see that point uh her wedding dress was pretty ridiculous <laughs> god i know it was like it was to keep her from scratching her ear her incision or something like that <laughs> i know like piece some of like sometimes i'll look at just just like some of the costumes or like dresses that people wore back then and i'm like why (laughs) like there is in the victorian age there was like a huge issue with um i think it's called crinole and it's a type of fabric that is incredibly flammable oh and these women would have these enormous dresses because they would have the um it's it's called something underneath but it makes your dress like really puff out yeah and um these dresses would catch on fire and women would die oh my god in them yeah because they couldn't they a, couldn't get out of them fast enough That's and there was terrifying. so much fabric and it was so flammable that it would go up really quickly and they would <gasps> That's basically terrifying. burn to death i know no way i wonder yeah. how often that happened i think it happened enough where people stopped using crinole in there in yeah so wow that's scary <laughs> i love the victorian it's just Sheesh. so fucked up and dark i'm like yes <laughs> they were all obsessed with death and vampires it's like they're my people i mean really except for the fact that they don't wash their hands enough probably and everything was super smoggy and nasty and also there was like poop in the streets because there's horses everywhere and you know like the whole thing with like you know being a woman and <laughs> but other than that yeah and people died a lot because no one knew about medical <laughs> and nobody knew about flammable materials either i guess yeah they were uh well you know and then there were people being buried alive and it was a really fun time yeah i can't wait to go back <laughs> <laughs> oh uh i did also so <sighs> lucy sort of got raped by dracula in a way mm-hmm. and yeah more or less yeah she was sort of like hypnotized to go out to the garden to I find so. him yeah and then she was turning into a vampire after that and uh what's his name richard e grant called for van helsing to come mm-hmm. help 
who was played by Anthony Hopkins. I did not like Van Helsing's character at all. He seemed kind of wild, but I did really like, I liked when he figured out that it was a vampire and he's like, we need to research this, but we can't research on an empty stomach. (laughs) Like he needed a snack. But I get it. I also can't research on an empty stomach. So, so I like, I liked, I didn't mind Lucy. I thought Lucy was good. I, I liked her relationship with um, Nina a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, me too. And I thought that that was cute. I thought they had that like weird uh, montage scene where they like gave each other the lightest little kiss in the <laughs> yeah, garden. Like, yeah, I love that scene, though. It's so like just fun and they're like spinning around in the garden in these gorgeous long dresses oh just i just love like i love the victorian fa- i love the victorian <laughs> age so much i just like the more it's just so funny because this isn't this is pretty recent obsession i would say i would say within the past two years and it's just become even more and more <laughs> like i just keep the more i learn about it, the more i'm like oh my god i love this <laughs> everything was so fucked up back then (laughs) tell me more (laughs) so um but i love the fashions and and everything like that and i love that they're like spinning around in the garden and it was kind of this like fun ethereal but then it started getting like a little darker and you're like you're like okay so like they're having fun at first but then as you're watching them you're like uh maybe it's time to go inside now ladies because it's getting a little stormy and like i you know don't want to get hit by lightning or attacked by man wolves or whatever (laughs) you know so but they were inside by then, by the time that Lucy started wandering out. Yeah, you know? and then she wore that like very sexy red outfit mm-hmm. that did not cover her boobs at all. Like there were so yeah. many, there were so many boobs in this movie, like single boob. Like there was so many boob, boob. in this movie where her like top would sort oh, yeah, of come Lucy, down. There was a lot of boob with Lucy. Yeah, yeah. there was she always just one singular breast. Just pretty like, nice premium on her paycheck. I sure hope she did. So many you boobs. Know? good for Uh, her (laughs) but uh so and i like how the men like her fiance who Mm -hmm. i don't even remember which one was it Uh, it was carrie yule okay and it was lord lord farquad (laughs) yes that's exactly his name (laughs) hold on speaking of john cleese Uh, no sorry that's not john that's um, That's john lithgow yeah john lithgow i've got my johns mixed up you do i want to see those two in something together john lithgow and john cleese yeah that that would be pretty interesting. Can you imagine? They would blow they would blow the place up. It would be their incredible. energy would combine <laughs> and expand. Um, now I need uh, it to happen. Our Lord Lord Holmwood. Okay, so yeah, that, so there was Quincy. That was the Texan played by the guy that plays Cardinal Billy Campbell. Uh, Carrie Yulwes is Lord Holmwood, and then there's Doctor Jack Seward, which is Richard E. Grant. Okay, so Wait, none there of was them. Not, Oh, Tom Waits was... Yeah, oh yeah, Tom Waits was yeah, the, Rose the solicitor who all, was like also, turning into Gary, a vampire, Gary right? Oldman is showing up as his <laughs> picture. <laughs> um, Tom Waits was the solicitor who was going crazy because he was turning into a vampire, right? No, I don't think he was turning into a vampire. I think he was just like his minion. Oh, okay. Yeah, so yeah. he got like brainwashed or something? Yeah. Like he, and he was in like an asylum. Right. And I think bugs, he, and that was disgusting, I thought. I don't know if this is true, so just take this with a grain of salt. I don't think he was in the asylum initially when Dracula met him, but I think he ended up in the asylum that's because what I mean. he was working with yeah, Dracula. Because yeah, because he was working with Dracula but couldn't, and that's why Jonathan went to Transylvania right, instead. Right, yeah, or something like that. And yeah. so Tom Waits was like, I'm here. Tom I'm ready. Waits. Yeah, he's I didn't like, realize that was Tom Waits. I didn't either until I hit Paul and Amazon will tell you like who's in it on the pause sing- screen. He's a singer, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, yeah. 
and uh, I think I have one of the people just ain't no good. I don't know if that's him. Mike has him. Mike has one of his albums, and we'll listen to it sometimes, like in the car and stuff. And it's 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 pretty. You good. should next time you do be like that. That was Renfield and uh, Dracula. Yeah. <laughs> and he will love that. He'll trivia. probably be like, I don't know what that means. Thanks. Ren- Renfield, you say? <laughs> Renfield? Really? Renfield? Of wow. all the people, I Renfield. <sighs> and I'll that say, is brand new information, <laughs> Mike. You're not gonna believe this. So, what were we talking about? <laughs> I don't know. I don't. Oh, Renfield. Renfield Dude, eating I bugs and worms. Literally on crack right now. <laughs> Renfield eating bugs and worms was really gross. I feel like this Did is like one of our most chaotic it. episodes. This episode is as chaotic as the movie. So, if anything, it's intentional. I think it's um, it's perfect. We're just we're just doing good by the movie. Yeah. You know? Yeah. 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 Totes. So anyway. Uh, so Renfield is Tom Waits. Mm-hmm. All of the suitors and her fiance suitors did, didn't seem concerned at all that she was like, like her boob was popping out all the time, and I was like, come cover her up or something. Like yeah, that's what they would like do with a very, very Victorian. Victorian age, yeah, they'd be like, oh, what is this? And they're like, a oh, pass. yeah. So, but they were just oh. like. This, an ankle oh this is not a weird <laughs> illness at all she's my, just my darling crazy i can and making see your sex ankle noises. bone will you please cover it it is too much sexually gratifying i'm so, filled with fire <laughs> <laughs> the passion of your ankle is like overwhelming <laughs> they, i like saying like they would say like, like, saying, like, <laughs> like yeah. as soon as i said i was like I liked it. I liked it. Thank you. Um, so, anyway, that so was like my Victorian man impression. <laughs> so Van Helsing, yeah. So Lucy ends up. Well, Lucy turns into a vampire mm-hmm. fully, and but she dies, and they bury her in a totally like a coffin made of windows, which I yep. glass coffin. Yeah, that was interesting. It was very Snow Whiteish. Yeah, and they put her in a crypt. Mm-hmm. And then Van Helsing is like, listen, we have to go stab her in the heart and cut her head off because she's going to turn into a vampire if we don't. Right. And then they get down there to the crypt. Caskets empty. Mm-hmm. Well, they went like before. They remember they went before they were like mourning her. And then he said that. And then they went back again. And the coffin was empty. The coffin was yeah. empty. Then she walks down the stairs carrying a child that she somehow kidnapped, who mm-hmm. I assume she was going to drink the blood. And I think she, that was probably definitely a possibility. So then they killed her, and a lot of blood went on Van Helsing's yes. face. And then in like one of the very next scenes, he's having dinner with Jonathan and Mina, because Jonathan has escaped, and Mina and him have gotten married. Mm-hmm. Too little, too late. She's obsessed with Dracula at this point. But I have to say so, one thing real quick. Just Jonathan's hair. I was going to ask about it that. It really looked like they just like Sprayed. took some flour and were yeah. like, <laughs> yeah, and perfect. It looks like you've grown hair. Like, yeah. And there's one scene, and it was super quick. But there was one scene where he had full on white hair, and then the next scene he has gray hair. I don't know if you noticed that, I, but I was like, oh, he's got white hair in this scene. And then the next one, I was like, wait. It's, did it's they not ever, white anymore. Did they ever call attention? Like, did any of the characters ever say, like, oh, your hair has turned from black into bright white? No, I think it was probably just, like, oh, time's aged you. Well, no, <laughs> like, like stress. I think it was oh, yeah. extreme stress. That cortisol is a bitch. She'll yeah. tell you that. Yeah. yeah. And uh, so 
Van Helsing is sitting at a restaurant, mm-hmm. like a little pub table, with Mina and Jonathan, and he's like, tell me, Jonathan, when you were in Van Helsing, sorry, when you were in Dracula's castle, did you ever partake of any of the blood of the brides? Mm-hmm. And in my head, I was like, you probably partook of some of that blood when it splattered all over your face and eyes and mouth. Yeah, yeah. Wouldn't that be, like, I feel like that would be a bigger deal. Well, I think that the how to make someone okay so there's different i mean there's there's always like different lore and like different vampire movies but in this particular vampire movie and i always liked this version of it because to me there should be some sort of like ceremony in order to turn someone into a vampire oh sure. you know what i mean like i don't like when someone just gets bitten and then they turn i'm like no i don't mm-mm. so i like the fact that they have to be bitten and then drink the blood ah yeah you're right so okay. like, like you're in, right in vampire diaries is which is a Pinnacle. Uh, what's the word? Uh, pinnacle of greatness. Pinnacle <laughs> of uh, like the very, very, very good. I'm running or not. I, I was going to say like it's a it's a game. <laughs> Go ahead, keep going. You know, I wanted these two characters to hook up. They did, and I stopped watching the show. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. Anyway, but one of the things that they did in that is that if you didn't if they did not drink your blood first and you just had the blood of the vampire that it would actually heal you oh yeah so but if you died with the blood of the vampire in your body then you would come back to life as a vampire okay yeah so i liked the way that they did that i thought that that was pretty clever um so i think with this is that no he didn't turn into one because his blood was not drank first okay yeah there must be sort of like i guess you're gonna view it from like a scientific point of view there must be some sort of bacteria in the in the vampire's mouth that like causes that to happen and then within the blood as well or something you know what i mean so like cat scratch fever or something yeah whatever (laughs) i don't know what that means i don't know um anyway okay scratch fever so so yeah and then jonathan's like no no i didn't drink any of their blood Mm -hmm. and so van helsing is like great that's good but it's too late for your girl because she is pretty much in love with Dracula. Yeah. And he's like, boy, I hope you don't mind, but your other um, competition, little competition <laughs> there, yeah, he can't die. So, so <laughs> the way that they used to do blood transfusions, wow, that was rough to watch that. I was like, no, no, mm-mm. Not even, Did they even, not even do a little bit. Did they blood transfusions back then? Yeah, well, I think so. I mean, I don't know. I don't know either. That's what I'm asking. I don't I, know if it was historically know. accurate or not. I would assume so, but I, you know, I bet that they've been doing blood transfusions for a while, I would imagine, but it's only, I think, until probably, I'm just guessing. I'm. This is totally a guess. I w- would say that's probably only since recently, probably within like the early like maybe like 1930s or something or whatever again just a total guess that we realized that they were different types of blood yeah that's what i was wondering like any blood transfusion that was done before they knew would just probably result in somebody dying unless you got something really lucky right yeah Yeah. so i don't know i mean their the medical knowledge was so rudimentary back then they thought that there was like five different humors of the body like blood it's like phlegm saliva i don't know it's like whatever um 
so they didn't they didn't know what the fuck they were doing yeah <laughs> they really didn't. i know bloodletting killed a lot of people it killed george washington yeah yeah he mm-hmm. had a cold if they had just let him rest let him chill he probably would have survived but they like bled 40 percent of his blood oh my gosh yeah jeez <laughs> isn't that insane yeah. <laughs> i was like when i found that out i was like he could have lived just leave him alone man. yeah like it's pretty weird. Whatever. He owns slaves. So I don't feel that bad. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, yeah. yeah. Maybe don't own people, just saying. <laughs> yeah. So so they contrive this. Oh, I wanted to talk really quickly about, there was this very fast scene. So uh, Dracula brought dirt from Transylvania with him. to the. So he purchased an abbey mm-hmm. in London. So he brought dirt from Transylvania to the abbey because he had to sleep in the dirt of his home country to mm-hmm. like keep his powers or something i always hated that but i always hated that really quick too. scene of him like just with his head in his hands above <laughs> the dirt and it looked so ridiculous he was like kind of grinning with his i know he's just like hand. looking around he's like it what's was happening the most ridiculous scene like you know that thing that was really popular in the 90s was like a guy with a big nose that you would like put over like a fence or a door or something so it looked like somebody was peeking oh yeah yeah kind of that's yeah. what it reminded me of anyway it was so stupid but um yeah i always hated that um and like the thing is that they can't cross water so they need someone to do it they need someone to bring them along that's like part of the lore of, oh, of, okay. of vampires yeah uh it's that and that was part of the strain actually added that in there where the master so he you know was essentially like the dracula had to be moved with the dirt from his home country and if he didn't have it he was gonna start dying or something like that so, i thought it was interesting yeah it is interesting but i'm just saying like as a modern vampire um that's not something i'm looking for when i'm traveling <laughs> <You know? laughs> but i do they actually have that in um in what we do in the shadows the show they like go I, th- I can't remember where they went, and they all brought little pieces of dirt with them from oh, their home countries. Okay. But then they lost them, and so and the, <laughs> the vampires are so incompetent in that, and it's they're hilarious. And so they they sent their like familiar out to travel like all these different countries instead of just going home and getting like a little <laughs> bit of dirt from their like they're like no you have to go back to England or Romania or wherever I can't remember the other ones are from but I was he's like I'm in England right now just getting a little bit of dirt <laughs> like, it's just like what the hell they're so stupid um that show's funny though, it is, yeah. yeah yeah you haven't watched it yet have you uh, you showed me a couple episodes oh that's right yeah. and I saw the movie the movie yeah, was funny. I want to see the movie um but so so anyway so they contrive a reason a way to kill him Mm -hmm. and mina is like sleeping in richard e grant's room while he goes out with them to try to kill dracula and then like the middle of this insane asylum i was like you could hear the horrible screaming yeah i don't think i'd be getting much sleep there i might get like 20 minutes every now yeah. and then but i feel like i'd be like dude you left me here and there are men <laughs> flipping out and screaming and losing their minds outside my door do you think i've slept no yeah <laughs> not, yeah know? and uh so and then dracula comes and visits her obviously which is the scene we were talking about mm-hmm. a very sexual scene <laughs> she like really wants to the turn into a vampire non-sex scene i think she, she wants to turn into a vampire really she bad she wants to be with him she's like drinking his blood and he bit her so she i guess starts turning into a vampire yeah he escapes 
because when they walk in and Jonathan is like Mina and he sees her I wish that she would have been like Jonathan Mina Rocky Jonathan Rocky <laughs> uh, so but Dracula escapes back to Transylvania and they like destroyed all of the boxes of his dirt except for one so right. he was able to get home and then they decide to go home or go back to Transylvania to kill him. Right, right. And like uh, meet him along the way. Yeah. Yeah. And they had to get him like right as the sun was rising or something like that. Because he can walk out in the sunlight. He just has very limited powers. Mm-hmm. Which I think is a great idea. I think that's really interesting because to me I always thought the idea of like sure being sensitive to sunlight is one thing but just being totally unable to walk out in the sun i just don't understand how that would that makes sense with being undead you know what i mean like to me it's like why because it's like in the bible it talks about like if you're righteous you're in the light oh so i think it's like uh since vampires are damned they uh-huh. can't go in the light because they can't be righteous oh. or something that's what i always well, thought that's it also was. why they can't enter churches usually mm-hmm. but apparently except for this apparently they can yeah in the abbey yeah i um i always kind of like the idea of like not like a vampire not being able to enter a church you know mm-hmm. it's like okay at least this is like sacred and ground why would he and want to enter right, a church yeah. Yeah. yeah no i agree yeah. i agree he's like oh, i'm here <laughs> it's time for him to party and he's like i've been burning up all day <laughs> So at the end, did she did she not become a vampire? No, because he he was died before I think she fully uh, like oh, turned. Yeah, so he died. So then it ended. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. okay. I don't know what happens to the brides. I always kind of assume that they died too. Like mm-hmm. it was kind of like once you kill the original, then all of his offspring would also get killed. Or okay. in her case just not transform. Yeah, do you think she's she, still human? Do you think her and Jonathan stayed together? Yeah. I think so. Yeah. yeah. I guess once the third wheel's out of the way, might as well, <laughs> right? Yeah. Um, and I felt sad that Quincy died, you know? I liked him. Yeah. I thought he was sweet. Um, but I didn't really like Cariola's character. Yeah. He was fine. He was whatever. He was fine, but yeah. I was like, I really didn't like Van Helsing. I yeah, he don't think I ever annoying. liked Van Helsing in that. Sorry, um, I just... Trying to get touch, your foot Trying there. to play some footsie yeah. in there. <laughs> Yeah, I thought being like, hey, was girl. Kind of <laughs> yeah, and he was very like blunt, and then he like was holding Mina's hands and like dancing with her, and it felt incredibly intimate, stuff. and like it yeah. was very, mm-hmm. very like it just like it felt inappropriate. You mm-hmm. know, he felt like he was really bordering on inappropriate. And I, well, and part of me is also like, I don't mind the fact that he's very blunt because he's like, this is how this has to happen. And I'm not going to just, I'm not going to ease you into it. I'm going to tell you that Lucy's head needs to be cut off. And that's that. You know what I mean? So Mm -hmm. I appreciate it at the same time because at least he's like, I won't. You know, I'm not going to lead you around. Not going to tell you lies. I'm not going to. I'm not going to. What is that? Sugarcoat this. You know, I'm never going to let you down. I'm never going to run around and desert (laughs) desert you. you. Yeah, I'm never going to make you cry. Never going to say goodbye. Never going to tell a lie or hurt hurt you. you. (laughs) Um, I. This also reminds me of back to Robin Hood men in tights when. when Sheriff of Rottingham goes to King John and King John's like tell me the bad news but in like a funny way <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> like Sheriff Rottingham is like laughing dying like and then King John just goes why are you laughing 
laughing. That's terrible news. <laughs> I, know, I, I know. I like that. Yeah. Um. So I think I'm done talking about the movie. Are you? Mm-hmm. All right. So would you recommend it to anyone? No. Okay. You I don't think not. I would. I don't. I didn't particularly I care for it. Uh. But you're. Are you glad you finally saw it at least? No, <laughs> I don't know if I am. Honestly, I mean, I guess in a in a situation where I would be glad I saw it, it would be a situation where I stumbled upon it on TV and I saw how crazy it was and I got a little taste for it and then I flipped right. the channel. But since I had to watch the whole thing, I don't know <laughs> if I can say that I'm glad I finally saw it. But uh, I don't know. It's just not. I. Like I've said, I can totally appreciate what they did with the story. Mm -hmm. And I can separate that from my personal feelings. Uh, I don't think it's a perfect movie by any long shot. I just can see what they were trying to do. Mm -hmm. Um, It's very dated, I think, in a way. Oh, yeah. Um, So it's it's still not great, but I appreciate the effort that was put into it. And I think that probably because it was done by a very talented director Mm -hmm. i don't know if like a newcomer could do something quite as zany i don't know Uh, maybe (laughs) so no i I wouldn't recommend it okay um you would it sounds like yeah yeah i do like this movie and as i said i found that i even liked it even more watching it this other this next whatever how many times i've seen it um and i was really excited that billy campbell was in it too (laughs) So that was also like just like an added bonus because, you know, I mean, if I had never seen Cardinal, I wouldn't even know who he was. But because I love Cardinal so much, it was such a good show. I was just like, fuck yes, Billy Campbell's in this. That's awesome. You know, so that was pretty cool. Um, I like this movie. I really like the um, chemistry between Winona Ryder and Gary Oldman. And for me, that's pretty much what pulls me through is essentially if it didn't have that. I probably would not like the movie, but I, and I also really like the cast, you know, it's a great cast. So yeah, overall, I'd say I like it. I'd recommend it for sure. Yeah. Anyway, you can follow us on Instagram, watch the movies. You can follow us on Facebook to watch the movies. You can uh, go to our website. It's watches the movies. Um, dot weebly.com. I almost forgot it. <laughs> and, uh, or email us at watchesmovies at gmail.com. And if you want to recommend a movie to us or request us to do a movie, you can do one of two things or a couple things. You can email us, you can send us a DM on Facebook or Instagram. Or what we would really like for you to do is go to iTunes, give us five stars, and write the name of the movie down because we want to get out there and we've been doing this for a while and it'd be really great. Thank you. Bye. Anyway, no. <laughs> thank you so much to Mike for our theme music. Yes. His name is Mike Myers. You can find him on Twitter at the Mike Show 42 Thank you, Mike. Thanks, Mike. And I think that's it. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Bye.